doing some research because you mentioned the, the BTS of the Predator. And you're like, he's got like a 20 pack. Yeah, he, so. had, he had a lot of abs. Like abs from his crotch to his chest. Yeah, it's all just stacked. Little, little like small. Like two inches each? <laughs> no, one inch each? Super dense abs. But I was trying to do some light research on the species. They're called the Yautja. The Yautja? There's actually a lot of predator lore. Oh, I had no idea. Because they've done a lot of films at this point, right? Not including, uh, I guess you could include the uh, crossover with the Alien franchise. Have you seen all those? I've seen the first one, where they go into the temple. In the Arctic? Or yeah. Antarctic? Yeah. The ice, the glue. <laughs> yeah. That movie is actually not terrible. That's a, that's a fun little uh, early 2000s adventure, sci-fi adventure, little romp. Yeah, I remember liking it. I think I've only ever seen the original Predator, that movie, the Alien vs. Predator, and now this one. <laughs> You've never seen Predator 2? I don't know if I have. That's Danny Glover, right? That's uh, it's pretty iconic. I don't know. I, I, I'm. There are Easter eggs in this film for those films. I'm pretty unfamiliar with predator lore you're gonna have to fill in the gaps on this one i'm i'm just barely more familiar than you well i've seen like bits and pieces of the second one growing up there were like a lot of reruns on tnt and usa it'd be yeah, like that's where i saw predator for the first time yeah when FX. i was like seven uh-huh yeah they, that's the kind of movie they would show and it'd be like on the couch with my dad we'd be like cutting back and forth between the nfl on like a sunday afternoon you and my dad sound similar because my my dad be like, "Hey, watch this." <laughs> Here's the predator. He's like, he. My dad used to say about the predator. He would say, "That is the ugliest creature Hollywood has ever created." It's so good, though. I know. And I was like, "Oh yeah, it is ugly, I guess, but it's so scary and weird." It's pretty iconic. The visage, the face of the predator, and his armor too. I don't know how much of him we saw in the first movie. I had no idea they even had a name. I had no idea until just now. Well, that's that's their species. The, the Utapau? Mm, close. It's the Yautja. Or okay. Yautja. And I think a lot of them have different, like, iconic... Is there a reason for their purpose other than to be predators? They just hunt for sport. That's that's their whole thing. That's their thing. There's nothing else. They no. breed. Well, I'm, there might sport. be, like, deeper lore, like, in the novelization. But okay. the, the whole thing with the predators is that they just hunt for sport. They're out here to get the biggest, baddest game to be the the alpha giga-chad of their <laughs> sect, their tribe, you know? Of their predator. So the, the the predator in this new one, they I think people collectively call it, like, the feral predator. I think most predators have, like, a... Uh, the predator. They have a title, right? <laughs> Like, one of them is the Berserker. Um, I have no idea. The newer ones uh, have uh, titles as well. I don't know if they're, like, official titles in-universe or if it's just what the fans call it. But this one was the Feral Predator. And it was supposed to be, like, a younger and more inexperienced Predator who's, like, feeling things out for the first time. Relatively younger, you know, compared to the other ones we've seen in the Predator films. What are we talking about today? We're talking about Prey. Yeah. The new... Predator movie. The newest Predator movie, yeah. The newest movie in the Predator intellectual property franchise. Yeah, after the disastrous, what was it, like 2018, The Predator. I have no idea. Uh, some people have called it a reinvigoration of the franchise. Yeah, it, I mean... Some people have called it that. The Predator was one of the worst films 
I think, ever made. So to reinvigorate a dead horse Ooh. is saying something, you know? I mean, people would say, what is this, like, the eighth, ninth Predator film ever made that you're already beating that horse? I don't know if there's been that many. You know, there's you're, been, you're beating I think, that horse. I think this is the fifth, dead. like, Predator film, and then you have... The spinoffs. I think there were three, right, with Alien? There was... Well, wasn't there like Freddy versus Jason versus Predator or something like that? Oh my God, no. I don't think so. Oh. Maybe. Wasn't there that though? Like, isn't that a thing? I don't know anything. If that was a thing, if it was probably a fan film. Because there was Requiem. That was the ice one. Or no, that wasn't Requiem. I don't know. There, that was AVP. And then there was AVP, like Requiem, which was like in a small town. Do you remember that one? Let's, let's, <laughs> let's go back. Let's go back a little bit. I gotta. I, I should have done extensive research, but I did not. It's I'm fun. relying on you entirely. For Most this. of those movies are not. I know how very I felt good. about this movie, and that's why we're here. Because I think, and you think, I think collectively we think that it's worth doing a podcast episode on. Yeah, Prey was great. Who, who, who directed the first Predator movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger? The very first one was directed by was John McTiernan. Yeah. Of diehard fame. Yep. Rollerball. Ooh. Last action hero. That's about it. <laughs> There's other stuff in there. Yeah. And uh Iconic. Okay. And here we are. It's twenty twenty two. That was eighty seven, so that was thirty five years ago. Yeah. And that you said there have been like four other Predator movies and then Yeah, there was the Predator Predator and... Two with Danny Glover. Don uh, Donald or Danny Donald Glover, Glover is Glover. the Gambino. I'm, I know, I know, <laughs> I know. Uh, that was 90. And then I think that was the last exclusive Predator universe film until I want to say Predators, which was 2010 with Adrian Brody. And that movie was actually pretty good. It had a lot of the good things going for it from the concept well, to the characters. Well, there was a Predator film in between that. Yeah. yeah. Well, AVP, I don't even know what the deal is that was cool just to see like it's, alien and and yeah versus predator yeah <laughs> they're just dropped off in one kind of battle station and they fight each other yeah i mean there's there's lore who, there i forget who wins i think the predators win the predators win because they're the good guys um right, they're fighting with the humans or something right no one. well it's alongside the predators for are there. the same cause the predators it, so avp as as i remember they go there to hunt the aliens because the aliens are like uh, like the perfect organism, right? They're the alpha predator of their own deal. So the predators go there to hunt the aliens. The people are just in the middle of it. They're caught up. Yeah. Everyone's killing the humans because the humans are shit. But <laughs> eventually, I think the main chick from AVP teams up with the predator because the predator's like, you're kind of badass. <laughs> so, oh, and at the end... Right. Doesn't she like have some armor on in the end? And yeah, fight? they... So she like gets out of the temple. She's like the last human standing. And I think the predators all die in that film, but she gets out with the predators swag and the predator ship comes down. Stuff we all get. Exactly. (laughs) And so here's what happened. The predators like bestow her with a gift of like being triumphant in the, in the trial (laughs) because the predators, a gift of being triumphant. Yeah. And I think this happened in, in predator too, as well. Like if you live, through the ordeal, the predator species like acknowledges you and they let you live because <laughs> they're like, yeah, you're a badass. What do you mean? But they all died. You said, except for the main chick. Oh no! Oh no! The spaceships like they come down. <laughs> the spaceship comes down. Okay. And 
they apparently just know what was, I think like the predator dies at the very end. Like it's the predator and the chick versus the alien. Queen. Oh, didn't he put some sort of marking on her or something? Yeah, yeah, and he, that's what it is. He like anoints yeah, her yeah, with yeah. the Holy Spirit, <laughs> <laughs> with the juice. You now have the Holy Spirit, but the neon blood. And then so they come down. They're like, okay, we see you guys were teaming up. And then like there's an after. I think there's an after credit scene in AVP. <laughs> we're so far off the ball. Where Iron Man shows up. <laughs> Nick Fury rolls in. He's putting together a team. <laughs> no, that. That that predator, that last predator standing, like had an alien inside him, and it bursts out inside the predator ship. Uh. But I don't think that picks up for Requiem, where they're in like a small town USA, and there's an alien versus predator thing going on. Is that Ghostbusters Afterlife? <laughs> no, no, it's not. Anyway, we get to Predators. Adrian Brody is on a, a like a game reserve planet that the the predators have set up. Okay. They bring in the deadliest humans from Earth, like the best assassins and was soldiers. Was he just like a NASA astronaut? No, Br- Brody was uh, like a special forces guy. Special forces. He was guy. like he was like a thinner version of Arnold from the first movie. Oh, okay. And so he's His there. His nose was the same size though. <laughs> so Brody's on this planet. <laughs> Brody's there with a bunch of other killers. I think uh, Lawrence Fishburne shows up. <laughs> And I thought you said. <laughs> I thought you said. <laughs> what? The, the Lord's Fishburne. <laughs> no. Oh. Lawrence. All right, so we have the girl anointed with the Holy Spirit and the, the Lord's Fishburne. <laughs> okay, this keep, cast is fucked. Keep going. Keep um, going. Yeah, so Brody, spoilers, he survives. He be, he kills a predator. Nice. And I, I don't remember how that movie ends, but I think, so the woman from AVP, I'm pretty sure the same thing happens to Brody where he wins and I think they recognize him. Anyway, flash forward to like circa 2018, Shane Black, who was in the original Predator. And Iron Man 3. Yeah, he directed Iron Man 3. And Wait, he, he's in it? He made the Predator, or he made Predators. Wait, which he one? He directed both films? No, no, no. He, hold on. Wait, was he an actor? In he it? made... The Predator, which is 2018. He directed it. He wasn't in it, unless he had a cameo. But he wrote and directed 2018's The Predator, which is sitting at a higher score than I would have given it. There were some interesting ideas in there. I just oh. watched The Nice Guys for the first time. Yeah. The Nice Guys is amazing. Shane Black. It was hilarious. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Iconic. He has some of the best and worst films of his time. <laughs> In his uh, catalog. The Nice Guys was so funny. I I enjoyed it. Everybody should go watch The Nice Guys. That movie underperformed at the box office because it was... Just came out on Netflix. For those of you that are listening to this in 2022. Yeah. Netflix. There you go. Check out Netflix. Support Netflix. (laughs) Yeah, anyway, that movie stunk. It stunk. Anyway. So everybody thought the franchise was dead, but I think shortly after that, Dan Trachtenberg had been... Uh, secretly working on a Predator film. And then I think at some point it leaked, either before or during COVID, that he was working on it. And so people started getting hyped. Who's Dan Trachtenberg? Dan Trachtenberg is... A director. Yeah, he he made, I think his first feature was 10 Cloverfield Lane, which was kind of a smash, like small-time cult hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was, it was another... Cloverfield franchise. Yeah, it was another film that was wrapped into JJ's Cloverfield universe around the time he was set on just picking up uh like 
abandoned or uh, foundling sci-fi films that studios didn't know what to do with. Looking at you, God Particle, a.k.a. the Cloverfield Project or Experiment, whatever that one in space was called. But this one was much better than that. Ten Cloverfield Lane was great. Yeah, John Goodman, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, and I think, was it John Gallagher Jr. or someone? Really great little movie. And I think that... He directed a bunch of like television episodes after that. Yeah, he has a cool pop culture background uh, with like games and stuff. Like he did yeah. some shorts. Like he did a Portal short, I think. Yep. And then, so meanwhile, while he's working on this Predator spinoff movie, Disney acquires 20th Century Fox. And because of that acquisition, anything that was being worked on for 20th Century before the acquisition, if it is released theatrically, then when it goes to streaming, it goes to HBO Max and one other streaming service I can't remember. And because this was being worked on and essentially grandfathered in because of the acquisition, Disney did not want to release it theatrically and instead just put it straight to streaming on their own streaming service called Hulu, which is especially for America where all the adult stuff goes. And it became a straight to Hulu streaming original film instead of being released theatrically, which I think uh, sucks for yeah. The I mean, success of the movie, because I think it would have been an awesome film to see in theaters. Yeah. We're talking ab- about Prey. Absolutely. Yeah. But seeing how it's done, I think for Disney business-wise, it was a good call, because yeah. they can keep making Predator films now, and they don't have to surrender it to HBO and Warner amidst all that fiasco. Yeah, but if you're wondering why this wasn't, wasn't in theaters, that is why. It's because it was being worked on for 20th Century before Disney bought it. And they didn't want it to go streaming on HBO Max, and, and instead they wanted it to be on their streaming service. That's why. Yeah, and by all accounts, it's it's done really well. It is. I think it was. It's the largest streaming release for a film on Hulu ever. Yeah, they were marketing it hard. Well, not. I mean, yeah, not just marketing, but like word of mouth. Like I, I was telling my father-in-law about it. My dad. Everyone was like, "Yeah, New Predator. It's really, really good too." Uh, but yeah, so it's it's Hulu's most successful uh, release for streaming ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's done really, really well. It's gotten high remarks. It's certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. All that jazz. Yep. Um, you know, really quick, do you want to set up the premise of Prey? Yeah, Prey is. Native Americans versus the Predator. Yeah, it's about 300 years ago. I think it's set in 1718, 1719. Yeah, early 1700s. And so it is it is full canon, and I think it may or may not uh, retcon the Predator comic, which established, like, the pistol, which we have in this at the end of this film, which was also the same pistol that the Predator gives Danny Glover at the end of P2 which is how it ties in. I don't know what you're talking about. It's fine. It's for the, it's for those who know, you know, what Uh, pistol? you talking about the three dot pistol thing? The flintlock pirate pistol. I thought those have always been in the predator movies. I don't remember them except for in predator two, but maybe anyway, this film is like a, I don't know how you, what you call it in terms of like being a spiritual reinvigoration. Like it, it doesn't directly count as a prequel, I think, but it's a, it's a period piece predator film. We are in the Great Plains of North America. I think Canada or the Midwest, somewhere around there. I think it was shot in Canada. Hmm. 
17, 18, 17, 19, we follow a group of first peoples, indigenous peoples. Mm-hmm. It's a Comanche tribe. Yeah. Which Comanche is a funny thing, apparently. And I learned this in, I think, Heller, Heller Highwater. Hmm. I don't know if it's entirely true. I don't know. <laughs> but I think the Comanche title was like not even their tribe name that was just given to them by mm-hmm. the people there because it means like, I think it was kind of like a pejorative. I'm not entirely sure. But anyway, we follow a, a young girl in this Comanche tribe and her brother and some of the other tribe members as they're just kind of living life in uh, the early 18th century North America. And this this young, well, not young girl, but she, like in her, like she's probably like 18, 20. Yeah, young woman. People recall, <laughs> one of my friends was calling her uh, Native American April Ludgate. Yeah. Or, or Aubrey Plaza. <laughs> That's they're, fair. They're like Native American Aubrey Plaza was a badass in this film. Anyway, no, she she really wants to be a hunter and not a gatherer, mm-hmm. uh, like all the other women in the tribe. And so she's trying to prove herself as a hunter alongside her brother and his little crew of like five or six other guys. And they they keep rejecting her, and that's kind of a lot of the film is working on her character as she's trying to prove herself to be someone who can hunt but sort of in a in a smarter way than the men normally do she's like sets snares and traps and comes up with different ways to kill things and use weaponry rather than the traditional ways that her tribe utilizes and that those are the same things that make her good at hunting when she has to go up against the predator spoilers and then in the end she does and defeats the predator outsmarting the predator with its own weapon Mm -hmm. that gun thing you were telling me about pistol uh that was just part of it with his own pistol it's it's more complicated than that she shoots him in the back of the head with a flintlock and then gets his head and brings his head yeah back to her tribe and her tribe welcomes her as a, a comrade and a hunter an official hunter with like real sweet she has like the the blood of the predator, which is like neon green on her, mm-hmm. and it looks like this awesome neon green war paint along yeah. with the the white and black that she was already using. But super cool imagery there, one of my favorite parts. But yeah, that's basically the whole thing. Yeah, it's worth noting, and I'm not sure again about the deep lore, um, but this is a feral predator or like a younger, more an inexperienced predator, and he doesn't have the same high tech that the modern day predators use and i'm not sure if that's because they didn't have it then or if it's because he was uh like younger in his career in his experience or if it was also like it was an ego thing i feel like he had a lot of good tech his shoulder mount is supposed to be like a laser beam like blaster it's not supposed to be like a projectile weapon Mm. in this movie the predator's shoulder cannon is like it shoots like prongs it's like a uh like darts. It's like harpoons or darts. Yeah. yeah. In in Predator in Predator Two, it's like just a laser cannon. <laughs> it's like a giant blaster on his shoulder. Oh, crazy. Yeah. And all his whole thing was kind of low tech compared to what we've seen Predators with in the past. So like I said, it could be it could also be an ego thing. Like he's just trying to like see what he can do. Cause one of the things about the Predator is that he's always trying to match the level of his prey, which is why we see the feral predator also kind of mirrored against our heroine, Naru, 
like leveling up, kind of gaining more experience and using more of his arsenal as the movie goes on. So he starts out like just kind of hand-to-hand combat against some wildlife, <laughs> like wolves and bears and stuff like that. And then as he, he uses more and more of his tech as the movie goes on because he's like trying to match the level of his, his prey. He skins like a whole herd of bison. No, that was the French. Um, uh, that was the French. How do you know that? Because that was the whole point of the film when Naru says, oh, the French did this. Oh. The predator hadn't been there. When the predator is tracking Naru, Naru comes across a field of skinned bison and uh, it's revealed that there's also like a team of French. Yeah. Uh, what do you call them? Not pioneers, but... Invaders. I'm, I'm blanking on the word. They're not... Well, so remember the time period. This is early 18th century in like the Great Plains, so... They're invading on the native people's yeah territory. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, that that's what it is. Anyway, yeah the the hunt the the predator discovers that just as Naru does. Oh, I thought I thought it was the predator. I, I no. must have missed that. That's that wouldn't fit in the predator's mo. Just skinning the animals for the for the pelt. Like the predator is all about the gotcha. kill itself. So if he were to fight, it'd be like the one on one with the bison, you know, or the buffalo, whatever it was. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. So lots of cool imagery and ideas in this film, apart from it just being kind of a strictly sci-fi n- action schlock. No yeah, low story action film. Yeah. It it had a it it really played off of the theme of of prey and predator versus prey and that whole idea. Like in one scene there there were a lot of CG animals. Uh, computer graphic animals in this in one scene you see i think something like a mouse get eaten by a snake and then the snake gets eaten by a eagle or something like that or i can't remember no the the snake is right next to the predator and this is right where we're starting to discover the predator and the predator's just discovering his environment as well and the predator stabs the snake yeah with his blades whatever yeah, but, but the idea yeah. is there of of yeah, it's like this whole circle of life, chain of command, you know, prey and predator, and there's it's like it's kind of showing that going all the way down to something that is all the lowest in the totem pole that everything essentially is prey to something else, mm-hmm. and this young woman in the native Comanche tribe, Naru, is essentially prey to a lot of cultural themes at that time to to her own tribe basically enforcing specific gender roles onto her and her feeling like she has to play into that or play against that or desire to go against that. And then I also felt like she was prey to her brother's friends who like at one moment seemed like they almost tried to rape her or, or at least beat her up. And they were just beating her up. Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't tell if, because at one point it seemed like he was, he was trying to, trying to go, full force. Uh, but yeah, so I felt like she was, she was also sort of this playing this victim role, this prey role to again, sort of the stereotypical roles that are found within this tribe. And so there's that happening alongside her trying to sort of prove all of those stereotypes wrong by her trying to essentially become a hunter herself. And, doing that by being the prey and also the predator of the predator itself. So the themes were very large and intrinsically interwoven throughout the whole film. 
Yeah. In a, in a really, really nice way because it didn't feel like super shoehorned, ham-fisted, uh, like in your face. Mm-hmm. It was done in like a really nice way where it didn't feel like it was being stuffed down our throats. And then like that coupled with all the badassery that was happening and all the cool action sequences just I thought I felt made for like a really a, a really fun movie that we don't really get to see very often anymore. I feel like so many times we see kind of like rah rah action films, and especially lately, I feel like a lot of them have just been misses. Yeah, and to see something that just works both on a ground fundamental level, taking like a theme that's as simple as you know prey versus predator, then executing that theme perfectly all the way up through the end of the film is just something we don't see very much like that is done that well these yeah. days anymore so it was just a super good action film yeah it's very clear that dan and patrick uh, patrick azen was the screenwriter they're just as concerned with telling a good story as they were making a like a fantastic predator film and i just want to say besides how great amber mid thunder was as naru as the protagonist. Mid Thunder. Yeah. Badass name, by the way. Yeah. Uh, it's just fantastic to have a really well-written female lead, which again, we don't get a lot in Hollywood these days, not looking at any, uh, massive studios in particular, but oftentimes they fall prey to like just being so good at everything from the start. And Naru spends the first half of the film getting her ass kicked yeah, and so that feels very rewarding and earned when yeah. she um, develops into that person at the end who can defeat the predator. Yeah, and to throw love too on Tabe, her brother, who's played by Dakota Beavers, who this was just straight out of the gate his first acting gig. I think I read he was working at like a Kmart or something before he was cast in. He was super Prey. good. Yeah, and not only was he super good and super badass and a good character, yeah, but. It was cool to see someone, not just like all this like Native American representation, but yeah. in terms of just like the aesthetic of it, he's very thin and lean. Right. Total contrast with the big beefy boys of yeah. the original Predator film. Yeah. And he goes toe to toe with the feral Predator in this film and would have beaten him in the 1v1 if the Predator hadn't have activated his freaking camo. Like he was just handing it to him. Tabe was kicking his ass. He beat the mountain lion. Who, the Predator? No, Tabe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Tabe is fucking really awesome. Um, And it was really sad to see him go, but he went out in such a cool way. It was a great action set piece, which was the settler, the French settler's camp. And this film is full of great moments. Like, for instance, when Naru was running from the bear, and then the predator comes out and fights the bear (laughs) hand-to-hand. So cool. And then he's holding the bear over his head and all the blood's dripping down onto the camo predator. And that's kind of when Nara sees him for the first time. She's like, holy smokes, it's the boogeyman. Mm-hmm. Super cool. Super cool movie that balances, like you said, all these great hype action set pieces and moments with just solid character work. And that's why I think it's so good and it's resonating with people. Because mm-hmm. like you said, that we've had a lot of schlock in the last few years and it's just nice to, even on a smaller scale, have a quality movie like this in mm-hmm. an established IP yeah. you know, in a world like the predator yeah. or predator. <laughs> yeah. Once again, not looking at any other massive studios with massive IPs, but you can tell these kind of little stories inside of your universe, inside of your world. 
and just make them good and they'll be successful. Yeah. I remember reading an article, uh, with the lead one she's like the main girl in reservation dogs, but she was saying she never thought she'd be in like a, like a show or like, you know, global or at least nationally recognized. Yeah. <laughs> you know, she was just like working a day job. Like you were just saying, like that guy was working at Kmart, you know, and, but there's a lot of opportunity right now, I think for representation and people who are underrepresented folk tribes, peoples, people groups. Mm-hmm. There's so much opportunity right now for, I mean, I, another great example is uh Kihue Kwan from, from everything everywhere all at once. Like he was saying how, Hollywood just didn't want him for like 20, 30 years after whatever it was, Indiana Jones or Goonies or his success when he was a kid. And he decided to get back into acting and has now found like a place within Hollywood right now, which is so cool, I think. There's an aspect of Native American culture that is so appealing, I think, to a lot of people that live in America because there's this feeling of unknown. Like there's a feeling of like, oh, what is this? This is intriguing because it's not how I know the world, you know? Yeah. Well, for so much of the United States history, they were also just painted as the villain straight up, Mm -hmm. you know, like the Cowboys versus the Indians. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) yeah, it's really sad. Yeah. But yeah, it's cool to be getting more of that story, even if it's in fiction, you know, even if it's in a predator film Mm -hmm. to have that representation is really cool. Yeah. Prey is a great example of that. And It'd be cool to see a sequel to like a direct sequel to this, I think, following this like the same female protagonist and in, in the Comanche tribe. Do you think that's a possibility or do you think it's just Oh, gonna... I mean it's certainly a possibility, but in, in terms of where the story would go, I, it's unclear because I think they tease us at the end credits with uh more predator ships inbound to uh interact with the tribe oh i was there a post-credit sequence because i didn't see one no they have animations in the post or uh, like uh artwork yeah yeah but they they tease with um predator ships coming down out of the clouds oh. uh and it's implied through predator lore that they're coming to like acknowledge naru's triumph oh and so that would work also within the lore uh because again the pistol that she has at the end uh, ends up back with the predators because they give it to Danny Glover, I think, in the second film. So I don't know. Um, but she she did win. And uh, as they say in uh, the Chronicles of Riddick, you keep what you kill. So, uh, Anything noteworthy that we could play from the score here at the end? Yeah, I think I remember really enjoying the score. I'm trying to remember uh, who did it by Sarah Schachner. Schachner? Um, anyway, yeah. But big recommend for Prey. You don't even need to have seen the other Predator films, so don't worry about that going into it. There is some fun homage and Easter eggs in this film, like when Dakota Beaver's character, Tabe, is like, if it bleeds, we can kill it. That was a big fun moment. But yeah, you can go in, just enjoy Prey for what it is. It's a good movie. There you go. And here's a song from the score. Yeah. 